0: Are the expectations way too high? Where do we go from here? The only question, how long can it last?
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Zero to 100. I'm Zach DeSalvo, joined by my co-host, Eric Padilla. We've got a special guest on today, and uh, he's joining us on his birthday, the big 3-0, our special guest, Alex Cresceni. How are you guys doing?
0: <laughs> doing pretty good. Cresceni, how does it feel that people are actually thinking you're 30?
2: It's So I've had people asking me if I'm 30 all day long, even at work, and I there was a point where I was doubting myself. I'm like, am I actually 30? Am I 29? And, and then I'm like, no, no, the math, math, the math says I'm 29 still. I've got 365 days still in my twenties Gonna enjoy it while it lasts. Cause once you hit 30, that's into some uncharted waters, man.
1: Yeah. Dirty 30 is a whole new meaning on life. I feel like the closer you get to it too, it just, it gets more and more sad.
2: Although, I mean, look at, uh, look at LeBron. He won some uh, titles in his thirties.
1: That's true. So we've got that to look forward to, Grissani. What's going to be your, uh, your title that you win in your 30s. What's coming up on the horizon for you? You know,
2: uh, who knows, man. Uh, at this point, uh, getting ready to start a new job. At this point, so I mean, I, I, I chalk that up as a win. But uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll see
0: if I get the supermax uh, yeah. one more time. What's what's the supermax ending up on Fox News? <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> well, and hey, Cursini, LeBron did win his titles in his 30s, but he know what he also did in his 30s. Oh, what did he do? do? Starred in Space Jam too. We'll be talking about more of that next. All right. Uh, before we get into Space Jam 2, because I know that's the, the topic that everyone wants to talk about now these days, the cinematic masterpiece that it was, let's talk a little bit about the real basketball that's been going on the last couple of weeks. And, uh, guys, we have a final series. Uh, as we're recording this, it's uh, Monday night, so the Bucks are currently up 3-2 on the Suns. They've come clawing back from down 2-0. Chris Paul might be this might be his third time losing a series lead after being up 2-0. So what do you guys think of the finals so far? How uh, is this the worst finals ever? What do you think? What? No, this is one of the best finals ever. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's been a ESPN
2: talking point. (laughs) No, I mean, this has been wildly entertaining. I know that, you know, going into the finals, everyone was complaining about the injuries. But once the game started here, this has been from wire to wire, except maybe parts of game one or two. Really, really entertaining and really fun. Dramatic endings. It's says, I mean, yeah, you don't have LeBron or maybe some of the big, big stars in there. I mean, you got Giannis, of course, but it's
1: been everything you could ask for. I think these have been the two teams that haven't really been as impacted by injuries. I mean, we thought that Giannis was going to be a really, really terrible, like, you know, out for a year injury. But I mean, it took him basically, I think, one game to kind of be looking more back to his usual self I mean he seems like he's totally fine now so I think as much as injuries has affected all these series so far um, it seems like this is one that maybe hasn't really been impacted by injuries except for maybe Chris Paul when he loses and then all of a sudden he hurt his hand or something like that
0: yeah um, I kind of agree with Chris it's it's been pretty entertaining um, I kind of feel bad though because I like when this series kind of started I didn't really care because I was just like god damn it we got to watch the Suns versus the Bucks, And this was when we're thinking Giannis is hurt. So we're not expecting him to be as great, but yeah, it's been insane. And honestly, it's been a good series as well.
1: Yeah. I'm curious from you guys. Um, you know, I, it, it's, I think this has been a unique finals to me because for like the longest time there's really not much of like a, it, it's just a totally new, Teams that are in there, totally new players, like Jay Crowder is the only one with finals experience. Um, but to me, the coolest part is really just that no matter who wins this thing, I feel like you have a pretty good, feel-good story. I mean, it's either like Chris Paul getting his first title after all these years, you know, with a young guy like Devin Booker kind of helping it out, or um, you have like the Giannis story, which is which has been so great too, to see him kind of finally get over the hump and maybe a, a little earlier than, than players typically do at that age
2: yeah but at the same time it's also created a it's going to feel gutting for whoever loses yeah. And that's why i was kind of like i'm like okay if the bucks get swept it won't feel as emotional if you see Giannis lose but now it's like getting to the territory of game six game seven on the horizon and you'll feel terrible for whoever loses because this has been well deserved by both teams they played really well both teams it's not like You know, you've seen in the previous series, like 2016 or 2013, where it was blowouts until the final couple games. And with this one, they have been wire to wire. Both teams have deserved to win games and lose them at the same time. And we've seen the Suns literally just throw away a couple of games.
1: That last one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so if you would feel for Chris Paul, but man, if you have Giannis win, have that vindication of him finally reaching that mountain, even though he's only been on the scene really as a superstar for a couple years when you consider it. I mean, it's only been like his first MVP years. I think when people like that was the season where people were still trying to pronounce his name. Right. So I I wouldn't even consider he's been on the scene that long. Um, So it would feel great. But at the same time, if he does end up losing here, if the Bucks do choke this away, uh, you'd feel awful for him. And I, I guess for the same for Chris Paul, but I don't think Chris Paul has the uh, same following and sentiment from fans at this point, especially Padilla. <laughs>
1: yeah. I do think, uh, I, I think the one thing too, with Chris Paul is that he's just so much um, like he's so much more at the end of his career. So this one really does feel like, okay, this is his last chance to get it. Whereas like, Giannis kind of feels like he's almost taken that next and maybe final step to being, you know, one of the best players in the league. Um, So I, as much as the, the bucks would be gutted if they lost. um, I think that they would maybe feel like they at least have a good shot of getting back. Whereas the Suns, I, I don't know about them with with Chris Paul's age and, and, and the West just kind of getting healthy again next year.
2: Well, if you were to bet money on one team, never returning again with this group, it would have to be the bucks, right? Because they shouldn't be here, you could argue. Like, if Durant's foot was a little bit smaller, they're not here.
1: I think I would actually pick the Suns in that scenario. Really? Yeah, just because I think, like, the – I mean, the Bucks are – all those – their young core is, like, the same age. They're all kind of in their prime. Um, with I mean, especially for, like, looking at next season, with the exception of the Nets, who – seem to always have issues and can't stay healthy. I mean, who else in the East is going to be at this level? Whereas like, if I'm looking at Phoenix in the West, I mean, I mean like all those teams that were kind of there last year, I feel like you're all going to get better. I don't well, know that Phil- I see Phoenix getting that much better.
2: Well, Philadelphia is going to get amazingly better when they trade uh, uh, ben, Simmons. <laughs> ben Simmons for Damian Lillard.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Or Miami Heat when they trade for Dame Lillard. <laughs> Him and Bam are buddies now on Team
0: USA. So, uh, Zach, you kind of made a good point, like, about the Suns and uh, this kind of being their, like, kind of Chris Paul's last chance. I I agree with that because I kind of feel like this season was, like, his biggest season to where they basically said that he was a huge reason for how good this Suns team was to where, like, if they do lose this finals, he's not moving up in – point guard rankings or anything like that because he's not going to have that title and i don't see him getting a title after this unless he ends up on some super team
1: yeah i mean i think if you look at if he's saying okay did i move up in the point guard rankings it's more just that he got to the finals that helped him get there not i mean the title obviously would be an even bigger bump but i think him just getting there did help but yeah i mean i think if you look at the west like the the Suns really didn't have to beat any uh you know he- totally healthy really good team that's all going to be around next year so i i would think they're going to have a much tougher time getting back to the finals than the Bucks would
2: yeah with with Chris Paul as well the contract situation is going to be uh, a problem because correct me if i'm wrong he's a free agent after this year yes and the way his performance is he's earned his place into a pretty nice one or two year contract here that's going to be pretty lucrative that will create problems with the salary cap and so and with him getting older like his best days are beyond him and we've heard talks about that you know there's there at this point with his body there's probably no cartilage it's probably bone to bone in 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 those legs and some of those ligaments and so that could be a a problem here going forward with those injuries and we're, we're kind of seeing you know, he's probably going to start breaking down. He has had those strings of injuries his whole career here. Um, One thing that I was listening to Bomani Jones before we got on this, and he was pointing out and some a really good point. The guy had COVID not too long ago. Like, that yeah. was during this playoffs. It feels like forever ago, but now that was during this playoffs, and we've seen it affect different athletes in different ways. Cam Newton, Jason Tatum. It affects people differently. We, we have no, we still don't know the full truth, what happened there, but You know, you kind of have to give some of these athletes the benefit of the doubt when it comes to situations like that, because I know people that got COVID at the beginning of this year and they still can't smell or taste at this point. So it affects people very differently. And we just got to remember that. Um, I'm not to make any excuses exactly, but
1: here, but who knows what his recovery truly is. His is weird, too, because he got it and then came back and I almost felt like he played his best basketball Um, like post COVID. I mean, you think of that game six against the Clippers to close them out. And then he had that really, really good game one against the bucks. Um, But yeah, that's a good point. It's just weird to think that he came back from COVID and took him a game or two to kind of get back to where he was, but he seemed like he was fine until now. I think the bigger thing that's affecting him is, is Drew holiday defending him has been just unbelievably great at slowing Chris Paul down and, kind of being a bigger body on him. I think that's been kind of awesome to see.
0: Yeah. And it's, and it's crazy that it took the bucks, like what three games to finally realize like, Hey, put drew on Chris Paul. Chris Paul has one move and it's his mid range. And I mean, and you've, and you kind of seen it the last three games, like they're making a big old deal about him. I think, cause he doesn't really have turnovers and he has, yeah. I think 15 over the last three games. And so, there it's like a huge stat line. Cause this never happens to Chris Paul, but yeah, like you said, like them putting drew on him has definitely changed the way that he's kind of playing his game and he's not doing well at all.
1: And Drew's picking him up like at half court. I mean, I think that's the thing too, is it's not just that he's, you know, he's like a lot of the previous series. I don't think Chris Paul has really faced many good defenders Um, you know, maybe since like the Lakers series where, and even those defenders. Yeah. Yeah. I guess (laughs) Pat Beverly did have a good game or two. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's been kind of, I mean, Drew holiday has been such an incredible, I mean, if you look at this bucks team compared to last year, like I, I think for as much flack as drew holiday has gotten for not showing up offensively sometimes, I mean, his defense has been such a difference for this bucks team compared to their roster last year because I mean I think Middleton is kind of the same guy he was last year. Giannis, I think, is is a little better, but um he was really great last year. But the really big difference has been you've got Drew Holiday there instead of Bledsoe who was just like easy to pick apart in the playoffs.
0: Drew just really needs to work on his shot. <laughs> That's I mean he like- had the
1: Drew Holiday game last night or in game five, he had like 30 points.
0: Yeah, you couldn't have said it better. Like just him showing up playing defense has completely canceled out how bad he's been on offense the last few games. But yeah, I mean, imagine if he can knock down some shots while playing such great defense. Yeah. They'd be running away with these games. Also, do you guys know that if this goes to eight, eight uh, seven games, eight games, <laughs> eight
2: games, <laughs> <laughs> feels like the, the Adam would be like, no, no, we need to keep playing. Need if the ratings. <laughs> Best of nine. No, uh, if if it goes to game seven, this series will be eighteen days long.
1: Is so? Is that just um, like it's the because, like, because like they, the they all star want... game, the baseball all star game, and stuff?
2: Not necessarily. It's because they want. Um, it, I think that maybe had an effect uh, on one of the games, but essentially, like they they want to play the games on the days that will get the highest ratings. Yeah. So, like, I think so. It's it's why there's not a game tonight, and there's a game on Tuesday night. Yeah. And I think if game seven is good like I think it's like
0: game seven will probably be Sunday.
1: I, I think game seven would be um it's, it's weird. Saturday. See you say that, but it's weird, any, because I think game seven would either be I think game seven would be Thursday.
0: There's checked
1: right now just in case. I remember um, hearing that there's only uh one off day between games six and seven. But I think it's because they don't wanna they don't wanna put a game on a Friday night oh, or a Saturday. Thursday, night.
2: Yeah, you're right, you're Thursday, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, um but that's pretty crazy to think that I mean you had like three days off between games. Game one was Five. on July sixth.
0: <laughs> oh wow.
2: So um yeah, I mean it, it makes sense, but like boy, if you're the NBA, it's like maybe you start experimenting with just starting the season later and ending the season later because there's no other sports right now. Yeah, like you've got it. I mean, NFL doesn't kick in. So I, I don't, I don't know. You have no competition, but then again, this is just a natural time of year where no one watches sports because they're out traveling. And
1: I was going to say, I think if the NBA could own June, that would be the best. Like if you could have the finals finish before 4th of July, um, because that's when people really start traveling. That's when you're up against like the, the, the MLB all-star game was a reason they had to have a long break. Cause they didn't want to try and go up against that. Like, I think, once you start getting into into July, it's tough, but yeah, I think you're right. I mean, if you could have the finals end at the end of June, that maybe that would be even better for them.
2: Yeah. Cause it ends new, like mid June normally.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's usually like the first week of, of June is usually kind of when the finals are finishing up. If it's a shorter series.
2: Yeah. It'll be interesting what the, what the legacy of this champion will be, or if we'll just immediately forget like all the, I don't wanna call it controversy but all the
1: talk surrounding this season. I think the Bucks feel the most normal out of I don't know about you guys but I think like Phoenix I think it feels, feels random. <laughs> yeah, the, the like the Suns feels like kind of fraudulent because like their first, you know, 3 rounds were all against really beat up teams and then okay maybe you're you kind of got lucky and caught a game or two against Giannis when he wasn't fully healthy but like the Bucks I feel like were a team at the beginning of the season that we all thought were going to be really good. I mean, I know, I, I think I'd pick them to go to the finals. I think a lot of people thought they'd at least be in like the conference finals. This was obviously pre James Harden nets trade, but that that was a team that I think people thought all year would be really good. And here they are in the finals. Whereas the Suns, not so much.
2: Zach's just upset that uh sons and four happened on Denver's watch.
0: Yeah. That uh... well, Zach's got the bucks getting his revenge for him. So
2: yeah, too.
1: the two teams that crushed my teams have uh, have made it all the way to the finals. So, hey, we it lost takes the chance.
2: And knowing that, like Miami took them to overtime, and like if they win that game one, is it
0: a little bit? Is it a different series? Yeah.
1: <laughs> if Middleton misses that game winner, does he have the confidence for the rest of the series? I don't know. And everyone in the NBA stole our uh, our counting at the free throw line thing because that's been one of the best parts about the of the playoffs so far, and that started down in South
0: Beach. Uh, no salt at all there just a little that guy that was counting the money looks like he could be from south beach
1: the suns are mugged characters
0: (laughs) he probably got mugged
2: (laughs) well if you saw someone on like tv counting hundreds you'd be like but like someone pointed this out is that like staged the suns put that guy there like they've been using these like eight thousand k cameras yeah there and like I don't
0: know. Some of these characters feel a little placed. It's I funny mean, though, because someone on on uh the Levitard show like mentioned like these sons are just like focusing on how great their fans are yeah. and taking away from like the game and stuff. Like there's no way yeah, Phoenix at the has big moments
1: fans. they're like showing this the fans instead of like replay of the game and whatnot.
2: I've never heard Phoenix and Amazing Fan base go hand in hand with any franchise down there.
1: Like none. I would think that maybe they are staging this, but there's almost like there's too many weirdos that when you look at them, you're like, I don't think an NBA front office could think of placing that person and having them do that thing. Like, there's just too... I mean, you had the guy that was like... Who was the headband dude that looked like... Oh, he looks like Skip Bayless crackhead. at a Grateful Ugh. Dead concert. <laughs> like, that guy was fucking crazy. I mean, they've had... You get the money counting guy. You get the Suns and Four guy. Like, they just have
0: these And characters. The, the one that's wearing, like, the, the orange... uh the orange wig. Yeah. Did you see that guy? Whatever happened to the monkey? They're a mascot? Yeah. Yeah, he's still there. They just, <laughs> he's not as
1: great to see, I guess. I think, I think Shaq beat the hell out of him and then he got out of town. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, I haven't seen him all series, but I mean, maybe, maybe we'll see an appearance if uh, the series goes back to Phoenix for
1: one more game. Maybe the monkey will be raising the trophy in game seven.
0: So if if the Bucks win tomorrow, who get is Finals MVP already decided or yeah can tomorrow yeah. still change something? It's, oh, it's I been. don't
1: know. I don't think it's a wrap. I think really, I think Middleton has made a case.
2: Oof, I don't. Know. I I feel like Giannis his performances in the first two games basically carrying that team to like almost winning at times. Yeah. Like, I think you got to remember the first two games, he was like the heart and soul of that team and no one else was doing anything.
1: I think Giannis will have, he'll obviously have the better numbers. I mean, he's been putting up like Shaq-like numbers, but Middleton has had two like absolutely on fire games. Then he's also, like Middleton is closing these games out. I think as good as Giannis has been keeping them in it or, you know, getting them a little bit of a lead, like Middleton is the guy they go to, to, you know, you need a bucket, get, get us a shot you know, hit these free throws that we need to make. Um, so I don't know. I think like maybe if like Giannis has a bad game six and they force it to seven, but you get a couple good ones out of Middleton, I I think it's it could be close, but it's it's rightful for the taking.
0: Yeah, I think I'm kind of with you, Zach. I kind of feel like, yeah, like Rosenny said, Giannis has been consistent, but Middleton's been like kind of putting up those numbers, but he's also taken a shit ton of shots.
1: And the only thing is it is the media and they're going to want to give it to Giannis. I mean, oh, it's the yeah. same as the Suns, where like maybe oh, not Chris. now with
2: Chris Paul, but no, Chris Paul has no chance of getting that
1: before game five. I think if you had said before game five, Chris Paul was probably even with Booker because he'd only had like one bad game now. Oh, I had eight or eight. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of in there too, but I think the problem is like a lot of those like writers will look at and say, okay, like Aiden and, Booker are benefiting from Chris Paul, whereas like
0: I don't think that it would go the the, the other way around. So are you? Well, then the voting is just always changing. Then right because that one year when Iggy Iggy got it,
1: yeah,
2: Uh, yeah, it can really depend. Like if Chris Paul has two amazing games in six and seven, and then the Suns end up winning, like that's going to change everything. The perception will change.
1: Yeah, because if he has two amazing games and they win in seven, then that would mean he had like you know four solid games that they won all four of so yeah who knows i think as of now you're, you're right that it probably wouldn't be chris paul but but yeah anything could change any any hot predictions for the end of the series what do you guys think do the bucks close this out do the suns force a game seven what, what do you guys got for game six
0: i am going to go against chris paul and he's about to go three he's about to be what oh for three or whatever over three and having the- a two-oh lead Yes. Yep. I Him think and Blake he...
1: Griffin, the only player is to ever do that. Of Chris Paul. Yeah. I think they're it's over four.
0: No, they're tied for it. They've done it twice. They've together, got it, it twice sure.
1: on the Clippers. And then Blake just got it on the, on the nets. Um, I'm,
2: I'm going to say the bucks get it done in six. Um, I think there's too much momentum. They're home. And I think they've just sort of found whatever kind of rhythm. Like I still will never understand how they won the championship. I like, I know how, but like someone's going to explain <laughs> to me, like how this stupid team that like just doesn't go away
1: uh, won a championship. Yeah. I'm with you guys. I think just the bucks being at home, I actually could kind of see this one being a blowout. I think like the, like that crowd's going to be rocking. I think these kind of younger sons players are going to fade away. I think from the you might try to bit. see,
2: I, I think you might see that like the bucks might just try to go for the jugular in the first yeah. quarter. It's like, you see that in some of these series, like, these closeout series where it's like 30 to 12 at the end of the first. And you're like, Oh, this is right. It's kind of it. Yeah.
1: And the bucks but, have been there before too. Like they've been in these, you know, tough series where you got to win a game. They, they kind of know where it was. I think the Suns really haven't had their backs up against the wall yet. So
2: I'm with you. Plus guys. they've never been there. Like they get yeah. at Chris Paul and uh Crowder, but like all their core guys, their young guys have no playoff experience whatsoever. So like, in a very hostile environment. Yeah, I I don't know how how they're going to be able to rise to the occasion. I do think something's
1: off with Chris Paul too. I don't know if it is an injury or a lot of it is Drew Holiday, but I think like like Chris Paul, you kind of see a lot of those plays at the end where it almost looks like he can't dribble and can't control the ball with a lot of those turnovers. And it's not like really that Drew Holiday is like getting in his face and causing the turnover. Is it just, he kind of, has been really lax a days ago, which is pretty out of character for him. So I think if that's the case too, then I would expect the Bucks to close out at home. All right, guys, I think one of the kind of under the radar sports stories that's been going on right now is uh, the fact that the Olympics are just a couple weeks away. Um, less. It's this week. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. That's that under the radar that no one knows when it starts. Um, Chris, Annie, maybe you can kind of give us a lowdown of what's been happening because, I, you know, I am kind of an Olympics hater. Um, although the fact now that I see that they have these cardboard anti-sex beds for the <laughs> athletes, I'm drawn back in to know what's going on over there. In OK, Japan. So OK, give so us a little update here.
2: What you need to know about the sex beds is that's all just the Internet getting ahead of itself. This was the design for a long time. Had nothing to do with COVID and sex. I did see uh, there was some fake
1: news floating that they had been around since like 2019. Like people, people
2: gravitated toward that. I'm sure they probably gravitated towards one quote that some representative said this week that got everyone into a frenzy because, you know, we're looking for headlines right now besides COVID. And, but no, like the idea is the Olympics are very expensive. And so they're going to try to do it kind of as cheap as possible these days, especially this year where the profit is not going to be nearly as high for everyone involved as previous years. So they're doing basically recyclable beds. there, are friendly can, too. Yeah. That you can basically tear down, recycle and not have to worry about. And yeah, they're not the, probably the most sturdy of beds. And I have no idea if they would collapse if, Um, two people were to conjugate, but it would, it's, it's one of those headlines that like it grabs your attention, but it has nothing. The beds were not designed to be like, Nope, not sex on my watch. Um, no, it's, uh, it's just one of those things that we're just, we're days away and we're kind of bored because all our star athletes are dropping like flies for COVID. Uh, we, we had an unnamed us gymnast, uh, get uh COVID here today we don't know who i think it was it was simone biles we would know by now but it's just gonna this is gonna be a really really strange games like i've seen some pictures of this like they're showing off these stadiums i'm like why uh no one's gonna be in them uh why are you showing off the venues
1: so there's no fans right they actually yeah. cut off the fans being in there uh,
2: there will be fans allowed in the events that take place outside of tokyo so okay. um oh, yeah. okay okay so outside the city limits, you know, which could be like maybe the marathon or surfing or something like that. Because, um, uh, yeah, not everyone takes place in downtown Tokyo. So, um, yeah, the biggest thing is, you know, COVID at this point. You know, Japan was woefully underprepared in terms of the vaccine rollout here. Um, you would think that as a country like Japan japan would have had uh better vaccination rates but it's less than 10 percent of the population is is fully vaccinated at this point which you sit there and it's like us in the uk are doing pretty well even though cases are on the rise everywhere in the world again because of this new delta variant so there's just a lot of bad going in i don't i can't really think of great headlines here it's just going to be an olympics that we sit there and be like yeah we're, it's going to be very forgettable um not too many. There, and I don't think it would have been that memorable in the first place. This is the first Olympics without Phelps, without Usain Bolt, Um, a lot of the, the other swimmers. Yeah, you have Simone Biles coming back, which is for gymnastics is very rare. But outside of that, I, I just like the headlines seem a little bland.
1: Even Team USA basketball is a little right. dwindled down <laughs> like you're when well, you're that's another COVID issue, but that's
2: another thing because there's a bunch of players. There's a handful of players in the finals that are maybe going to go play, but I can't imagine they finish up tomorrow night and then fly to Japan. Like there's no way.
1: Yeah. I mean, there was this, I remember hearing about a scenario where um, like if this, if this finals goes to game seven, that they basically will like head over to Tokyo immediately after the finals. I don't think over. they'd be in the mood to do that. Who, who though? The play well, Middleton, Booker, and I think Drew Holiday are all all made Team right. USA.
2: And then we got. Uh, I think I, I do have a theory because everyone keeps bringing up every time a player drops out, people keep going like, "What about Trey Young? What about Trey Young?" I don't think Pop wants Trey Young on his team. Is Trey Young healthy enough to even play? That's another thing. But Trae well, I mean, was Jay- like was making was James noise. Harden Trae Young, healthy? He keeps making a lot of noise that like he yeah
0: good that he's to getting go. turned
2: down. So, but I, I think it's more of a pop thing that doesn't, he doesn't want him. Yeah. He'd rather yeah, have Keldon Johnson remember, or whoever like, his, I, you know, I, I preach it a lot with the whole team ball thing, but the Olympics is a different game. Like it, it, you're playing against countries that like they practice a lot more together. They have grown up together. They just have, they, they're much more meshed than team USA is just for the most part, a bunch of talent put together, especially this year. Um, and they usually win. Usually, well, remember uh, the World Championships? Yeah,
1: yeah. They haven't well, but lately they finished like either. 11th or 12th. <laughs> um, yeah, Pop so, doesn't have a good track record with Team USA so far.
2: No, no. Coach K is probably, you know, laughing into retirement. Um, it, it, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things. And also, an underrated headline, uh, we had the three-on-three basketball tournament is going to be a new sport this year. USA didn't qualify for that. I'm like, oh wow, there's an actual three on three. Yes. They couldn't oh, get Ice Cubes
1: League. Do you go play for that?
2: I, I well anyway. I'm like, you we can't scrounge up three NBA
1: bench players to go yeah. play for it. I think the thing too is when you look at it for USA basketball specifically, like I think when you look at the like the dream team, the redeem team, um not as much the Redeem team, but like back then they're like those guys weren't playing against nba talent just because the game wasn't quite as international but now like i mean if you play australia um like or spain like you're still playing against nba players and they might not be stars like the guys that we have but it's not like like you're saying like you kind of do need to have chemistry you know team camaraderie built to be able to win a gold medal you can't just kind of expect to walk in there and have kevin durant drop 50 points every night
2: no, a lot of these European players, I mean, they grew up and they played in these clubs, you know, that you see guys, you know, they, they're already pros over there at a young age. And, you know, they, they've been playing for a long time. Uh, so the basketball team, if I had to bet, like, I think they find a way to pull it out. I think there's just too much talent on that team. And I, I, I don't know. It's just a weird COVID situation, even though I'm, I'm not too confident in that. But. You know, yeah, but the basketball is one, you know, you don't think of Olympics and basketball. I mean, but then again, like what other headlines can you guys think of going into these games? Have you heard of anything? I Because I know you don't like the Olympics necessarily, but, you know, you start hearing things. I mean, is there anything that's piqued your interest? Just Just the the drugs. drugs. (laughs) What's
0: that? The
2: drugs, the marijuana. Like, uh, Like steroids? No, no, like oh the people, like the right runner
1: right. that couldn't yeah qualify because well, of her. so I, I
2: know that was a hot button issue in our country but you got to remember a lot of other countries where like you know uh you know the, the, that have a lot more say in the olympics are not as maybe progressive as the oh, united yeah. states you, so you got to remember that going into this yeah i mean for us yeah we're you know as americans well some americans right uh, are uh, more upset than others about that just because uh not our political divides but it's uh it, we, we view it as completely different as say, you know, halfway across the world. Right. Um, so they're going to be feeling less forgiving than us. Well, it's also about,
1: weird that like the NBA players, like, how is Kevin Durant passing those drug tests?
0: That, yeah, that's the thing I don't get either. Was just, maybe like he, in terms of the NBA drug tests or the Olympic drug tests,
1: like the Olympic ones that like, are mm-hmm. the NBA players not subject to the same drug tests that the runners are? Because I wouldn't think that most of them, I mean, know <laughs> Kevin Durant wouldn't be able to That's yeah you gotta be
2: it. figuring out, yeah or maybe they're just given such a heads up that yeah. they're
0: like, hey, like go get someone's pee real quick what about what about the um i think these were other like track athletes that weren't able to compete because um they're transgender um
2: well you like think of, like the high school rules that you're seeing in states or are you thinking of the olympics
0: no the olympics there was literally oh. i swear there was a report of i've got to look into that a little yeah bit. yeah i haven't it, heard about that either because yeah i saw that but um that's another thing was, where you get
2: a view the rest of the world is not caught yeah, up to yeah, us yeah but ideology. my thing with
0: but it, i mean i'll have to look it up but if that is a thing like wouldn't you be wouldn't you tell them at like olympic trials before they even Go through all oh, day. So, all you're the saying they basically
1: like had done all this training and then showed up, thought they were going to be able to race, and they're just
0: like, Yeah, no, you can't. I think so. I read the article like last week. I got to look for it.
1: Join us next week on Zero to 100, and we'll get back on the uh, on that. We'll take. see
2: once the Olympics get shut down after two days because there's
1: speaking yeah. of getting shut down a little too soon. Chris, what did you think of that McGregor fight the other weekend where it only it lasted <laughs> one round?
2: Uh, didn't watch it, but I saw the end result there. Um, I find it interesting, no one's talking about this, that, you know, McGregor is claiming that he, everyone knew that he had stress fractures in his leg. And if that is true, I'm no lawyer or law expert, but that kind of feels illegal that they misled the public and investors on something that was worth a lot, a lot of money. And they got rich and just stole uh, stole everyone's money.
1: Yeah, am I I on the right track there? No, I mean, that's surprising that he no. would come out and say that too cuz yeah, like that doesn't that kind of reflect poorly on him if he knows he's not going to be able to perform and he doesn't oh, it, I mean, it, it yeah. should reflect
2: on all of them. It sounds like, I right. mean, the the doctor was in the know, Dana White was in the know. Like
0: if McGregor is telling the truth here, like it's kind of feels criminal. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I mean, it's not an ex- I mean, it's an excuse, but yeah, if that's true, I definitely agree, but he, I mean, the guy is just crazy he's a showman at the end of the day so yeah. i think people he's, he's 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 out there he's
2: he's at past his prime well past his prime you know fighters don't last in this sport here we know that he's out there to collect a paycheck at this point you know he's probably not too far off from the wwe um he, he's just he's out there to collect massive paychecks because he draws in these pay-per-views and i think people are like oh you know does he still i mean I don't know if he's probably going to be a champion again ever. Um, it's just, there's too oh, many he younger, probably won't be. better fighters. Yeah.
1: Padilla, how much longer do you think that he'll keep trying to do this? Because I mean, that's, that injury that he has is a pretty long recovery. So you got to think, I mean, if he is going to fight in the MMA again or in the UFC, like that's what, like a year out maybe till
0: he could even fight again. Uh, yeah, basically. But I mean, people are still going to pay for it. The guy literally took a hiatus for like a year and a half and didn't fight and wasn't defending his title and people people like Crisciani said he's a showman people pay money to see him just basically because he's able to do things with his fucking mouth that just attract idiots and um i mean before like when he was in his prime i mean he was able to do that and also perform and just kick some ass but now all he can do is talk his opponent Dustin Poirier basically was laughing at him at the presser, saying, like, oh, you used to be better at this. Just basically making fun of him because yeah, he's
1: making fun of his trash yeah, talk.
0: Yeah, he was basically he's just sitting there, like talking about his wife, all these things. And I mean, he's sitting there with a broken foot or broken leg on the mat. And Dustin Poirier's wife is flipping him off. Like it's it's a great photo. If you guys haven't seen it, oh yeah, look at it. He's just going crazy. He basically was telling Dustin Poirier, like, Oh, you weren't doing anything that whole fight clearly everybody saw he McGregor was starting was to get his ass shit kicked.
1: out of him. Yeah. yeah.
0: So it's just, it's, he doesn't have much left, but I'm, I mean, if he fights again, I'm paying for it. Cause I would love to see him get his ass beat again, it's but yeah, but other yeah. people, it's an addiction. Damn, Don't make <laughs> it sound like that. But,
2: um, that's what I mean. You, I mean, they're giving yeah. you the content and they're feeding yeah. you the content and you're taking
1: it. The whole wife and the DMS thing is so funny to me because McGregor has never he'll show that like she sent a DM, but he doesn't show what the DM says. So it's, it's probably, probably her stuff. being like, Yeah, you suck, McGregor, like F you. <laughs> and he's making it seem like your wife's in my DMs talking about getting with me. It's like, <laughs> what? I need you to do that. <laughs> you bloody wife's in my DMs. <laughs> Been watching too much Love Island get that going. Oh, is it season two? There's a new season out. I haven't started it yet, but I, I love when the Brits one. are on. Uh, yeah, I heard it's better than season one. Can't get enough of the Brits on Love Island. That's some great <laughs> trash TV for you listeners out there. It's uh, like 50 episodes, hour-long each. It'll suck you in forever. 50 episodes? It's a very, very long season. It's Is it basically like a reality like, show? Yeah. It's like they just get these men and women. They go stay at a villa in like Ibiza together and they have to like couple up with each other and do these really weird
0: games. And then if they do just... anything active, they lose money. Yeah. The drama oh, comes li- in. So exactly like uh too hot to handle. Oh, are you talking about just... too hot
2: to handle or Love Island? What
0: is I like literally... about love Island. Oh, I just, oh, is that just... Different? I just finished too hot to handle. And it sounds exactly the uh, same.
1: Oh. It's no, in, in Love Island, you're allowed to like do stuff, but you basically, oh. the big thing in Love Island is you have to pick someone that you couple up with and then, um, like the your other like your significant other can basically like vote you off the island if they decide to couple up with someone else. So you gotta oh, like, okay. you gotta like stay coupled up, or else you're gonna get kicked off the island. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a good one. Check it out. Okay, everyone, the moment that you've all been waiting for. I, I feel like we've been waiting years for this. Um, Space Jam Two has finally arrived, and Chriseny has kind of been. He's already seen half of it. He's watching part of it as we record this pod. Um, Padilla and me have both seen it all. I'd, I watched almost immediately when it was available. Couldn't get enough. Chris any what are your... Uh, I know you've got some questions for us about Space Jam so far. I am just like... <sighs>
0: first question, how uh, How'd, so you, guys, how'd like, you guys watch it all the way through is his first question.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean... It's kind of terrible. It's like, yeah, it's like ready player one. It's all, it's an advertisement within an advertisement within an advertisement. Um, Gosh, where do I even begin here? Because <laughs> like, I know we've debated this, but I'm sorry, LeBron is a piss poor actor.
1: <laughs> I don't think any of us think he's a good actor. I i think his cheesy acting is like, it's its bad, but I think that's what makes
0: it
2: entertaining. Like, it feels like he's a PSA. Cause like that first scene where he's like on his basketball court at his home, he's like, hey, son, the big tournament's coming up. You need to <laughs> practice your game, leadership, hard work.
1: Let's when you're go. In the, when you're in between these four lines, you're focused 100%.
2: Yeah, what does that even mean? You might as well be like 60% of the time. It works every time.
1: You guys, I kind of, I have a theory that I think how LeBron kind of was portrayed in that movie is literally how
0: he is like all the time in normal. In normal. Oh time. no, I definitely agree. When you, t- when you said <laughs> I that he too, was asking I the group chat, I was just like, dude, I feel like that's just how was, he is in the, just normal time.
2: I do have a question. I'm watching. So they're in the game right now. Where's Damian Lillard? Like he's playing against his son. Who's just, Oh, he
1: comes dumbing. in. At the end. Yeah. Comes I feel like they the kind of gave Dame and maybe this is a, why is LeBron out? kind of trying to recruit Dame to the Lakers? But I thought they gave Dame one of the, Bigger like he was a superstar. He was like they made him seem like he was the like insane superstar of also the I thought Dune that squad.
2: these players would have more of a um uh, a storyline like they in more FaceTime but they're all animated. Like I saw him in one scene and then they're like just animated the rest of the time it looks like.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They're pretty limited. So also, you think they rushed to the basketball game?
2: Yeah, but well, at least with the first Space jam, there's a storyline of like the players that lost their powers and like, and it's going through that the whole time. Like, there's two story arcs going on. With this one, it's just one story arc.
1: Oh, see, I felt, and I almost think that the most of what I've heard about this is the, almost that it's too long and not that they rushed to the game, but like they took too long to get to the actual basketball. Like, I think for this one, the story arc is instead of how did the players lose their powers, it's more. Um, like how did LeBron find and regather the Toon Squad to go to go play a game with him again? Because I feel like that was like the meat of the movie was him going into all these old Warner Brothers movies and showing ads for the Matrix and Mad Max and all this stuff and finding these characters.
0: I feel like, I I mean, I agree with Krasenia. I feel like they kind of rushed into it. But yeah, like you said, like um, the first Space Jam, obviously, had to deal with like taking it. There was more of, um there's more of like a plot with the, with the first space jam. Like they actually got into it with like those players that lost their powers instead of these ones where Don Cheadle just basically upgraded and created these p- video game players or whatever. Yeah. But there's I thought this, this one's about more about basketball. the actors. Yeah. The rules of this
2: game, I, I sort of have it on mute, but like, it's not basketball. No, like Miley they're, Coyote, they're...
1: star of the uh, F- playoff game MVP or whatever the hell that was.
2: Oh, LeBron got a t. Oh, is he
1: gonna get tossed? Is he gonna get tossed? <laughs> oh, that Finally. part was so cheesy. Where he's like, "Yeah, give me
0: a tea. What do you think, Rev? Who was uh, on the on the goon squad? Who was your favorite one, Zach? Oh, I think.
1: Uh... I think Clay's character was pretty sweet. I liked how he was like fire and wet. That was dope. Um, I'm trying to think of which other ones I really liked. The Dame time one was pretty cool too. But like I said, they just gave they gave Dame so much love in that movie compared to the other players that were. And
0: then they took him out so fast. Granny yeah. just had to fuck him up.
1: Would Granny just like gave it to him? <laughs> you know uh, that.
2: I think uh, MJ had a perfect stat line in uh, the first base gym. I don't think LeBron's had a perfect stat line. No, I saw some
1: like stat (laughs) news compared their stat lines and MJ was like 22 for 22. And I think LeBron
0: only took, was like five of five or something. Well, actually Wiley Coyote had the perfect stat line.
1: Yeah. That's, what's weird about this one is it's like, it's not really like real basketball, like all their,
0: it's, it's like, more it's more video game. It's like, like NBA game jam, kind
1: of like they got yeah. style points and um like the things that make you jump higher and all that stuff, like which I thought was kind of a nice spin. I'm glad they didn't just like do the same thing over again, which I kind of thought was gonna happen. video well, what say. did you think of the movie? What what would what was your rating that you gave it? Did you I mean it? I was
0: kind I was kind of scared because you you saw it first and you texted us and you were like, Oh my god, that was awesome. Yeah, and, just, and you're usually like you're not biased on movies and you got pretty good taste in movies besides you ain't Marvel. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, damn it, dude. I was like, fuck, I'm going to watch this and I'm going to like it. Dude, it was bad. <laughs> 752 to 37?
2: What?
1: Right. <laughs> the score. But I just thought it, it was entertaining in a cheesy way. Like, it
0: was. I mean, yeah, it definitely was. entertaining. It wasn't like God awful, like Jack and Jill bad, but <laughs> it was just like, but there was just so many things to it that are just like, what the hell, why are you doing this? Or why are you doing that? But I don't know. I like, we, I think we were saying like LeBron's acting was far better in this than it was in train wreck. And, but it just, but it comes down to like, man, this guy probably really is like this in real life.
1: Yeah. I feel like it was, it was really cheesy. Um, They obviously hit on so many of those like, kind of slapstick comedy kids jokes um i don't know i know i i think eileen more in the camp that this movie is like designed for families and kids i know krisenny was pushing back on that and thought that the movie was in fact i don't intended for adults. uh,
2: i don't think i don't think you can use the it's designed for kids because i'm watching some of these references and like they're not references for kids at all and at the same time, like, this is clearly, like, meant to capture the imagination of, like, when we were kids watching, we're now adults. And maybe there's some late teenagers watching. But, like, I feel like no, like, n- kids aren't watching Looney Tunes these days.
0: Anything on Warner Brothers, they don't watch.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I guess. I it, think it's, like, designed for, like, us. I guess I felt like it was more designed for, like, a, for families where, like, the parents yeah. are the nostalgic ones that... Used to watch Looney Tunes or like the first Space Jam, and then the kids kind of just enjoy like the cartoon factor, where they don't really even know who these Looney Tunes characters are, but they just like the little animated
0: rabbits running around and playing basketball. And then all you got are thirty-year-olds bitching about how bad it was. And listen, these... I,
2: this is a movie that the lines were drawn before it even like came out, right? <laughs> if you're a LeBron stand, it's you're so gonna like
0: If you're a LeBron hater. There's no way you were going to like it, right? But the lines weren't drawn when everybody was, they were going to have Blake Griffin be in Space Jam 2. Oh, was he? Wait, what? I'm pretty sure. I think like a while, like this was back in the day. Like, I'm pretty sure they had like ideas of Blake Griffin being in Space Jam 2.
1: Yikes. (laughs) Wow. Like they thought he was going to be that good that he was going to be the guy for it? or
0: I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing that this whoever was making that movie probably... Okay, yeah, Padilla, what was
1: t- better? Space Jam 2 or Thunderstruck?
0: Because <laughs> 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 if you thought oh God, LeBron was a bad actor, choking. wait until you see Kevin Durant. <laughs> oh, I got to go Space Jam 2. <laughs> I hope Kevin Durant. Awful.
2: Uh, so are we waiting for Space Jam 3 with Zion
1: in uh, 15 years? It's got, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of want... That is a good point, though, Grissetti, because I wonder, like, this movie, I think, As bad as it was is probably gonna make a lot of money. Just because like LeBron's a big star, like it it sounds like a party.
2: Like that's the thing. Like people are just gonna watch it either way.
1: Right. I just I feel like they're gonna make a ton of money and be like, wow, maybe we could do this again in like 10 years. Like you could just keep taking stars and doing some sort of like basketball um, crossover. I mean, especially with how much like Disney and ESPN are kind of getting into bed together.
0: Damn, sounds like just what the UFC is doing—just nope. creating Selling shit. Out? Yeah, creating nope. shitty so movies. It, so and someone's walking out. in.
2: Someone's walking in They're at halftime. Who's who is this? Who is this? It's who? It's Michael Jordan. It, Michael Jordan. It's, the Michael Jordan. It's the it's a ringer. It's Michael B. Jordan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I. That was one of the best parts. And I was watching that. I was just picturing Chris getting furious or, or skip Bayless at the thought that like Michael Jordan would stoop to this low level and be in LeBron's movie as like a ringer for the team. And then it ends up being Michael B. Jordan. That was, I thought that was pretty funny.
2: I wonder if there was any attempt to get MJ in here because like it would have taken him what a, it would have
1: been on set for a day to do this cameo. I don't. I feel like both LeBron and MJ would not want that. I don't think yeah. anyone mm. involved wants that because I don't think MJ wants to. It
0: just kind of takes do, away from each other.
1: Yeah, I don't think MJ wants to do anything to help LeBron. I don't think LeBron wants. To <laughs> you just think he's that bad,
0: that bad of a person. Fuck, I don't want to help LeBron.
1: I no. I really think that between those two, I I think there's like a respect, obviously, but I don't think that either of them wants to help the other like get just more better fame yeah and yeah. better their name. is uh
2: yeah. is the secret stuff gonna be uh lebron's uh tequila that he just stashes under the uh by uh, the,
1: the way how about lebron having the lobos tequila on the sideline at game five for the sun so calculated man like you know did he NBA really let him do that oh he had it like sitting under his chair and then logo um, out like a bunch of people were tweeting at him and being like, yo, how'd you bring this in? And then he would just like tweet back and be like, the wolf pack does what the wolf pack wants. Lobos tequila.
0: Damn. <laughs> he's really feeling himself after this shitty movie.
1: It was, it was very calculated. It was it was great. That I will give LeBron that guy knows how to brand.
0: He does.
2: <laughs> yeah, it does make uh, I think I think I saw it today like 65 million dollars in endorsements.
0: Oh jeez! Yeah, probably. Wait till the but, end of the movie, Christini. You're gonna get p- you're gonna get pissed.
2: But what, what? Okay, wow. It's, it's gonna
0: find out it's, next week. But you have to have the volume up because he yeah. says something that I know is just gonna piss you off. Oh, is he gonna say Cleveland? This is for you or something? No, he says some. <laughs> he says something worse.
1: Yeah, Chrisani. How painful is the the like opening montage of all those highlights? Well, I him, knew it was like, coming as they're
0: going
2: through his career. I'm like, oh no.
1: So beating, which, the, beating the Spurs, then beating the Cavs. It was just like back to back.
0: Christine, which montage was better? Jordan's or LeBron's? Um, I hmm. feel like I for me, I feel like LeBron's would have been better if they had a better song.
2: Yeah, yeah like I the, didn't like, like the, the song. song. I think you can't yeah. deny that the soundtrack of the first movie is exponentially better.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, who knows? Like, maybe some of these songs and this one will be bigger later on. But oh, is this
2: is Bill Murray coming out? What? Who's coming down the spaceship?
0: That's who I thought was. Oh wait, no. Oh, Bill, is Bill Murray still alive? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he's barely hanging on.
2: Um. Okay. Uh, we'll see what their answer is. Okay. He's hyped. He's gone. Game six. Wait, is he going to do like the he? I I really wish they would have leaned into like some of the meme moments like when remember the face he does when he was with the heat in game six in 2012 photo bombing and,
1: uh, oh yeah see that's what i'm saying i i feel like it was less it was honestly less of uh like lebron career stuff than i thought and just way more like lebron wanting to be a good dad and like i'm gonna win this
0: for my son i want yeah. my family back <laughs> i want everybody to think i'm a good dad
1: yeah i, I felt like it was way more <laughs> like i want people to see me as a family man not I want people to remember me mean mugging Game Six yeah. in the in the garden type which of stuff. Which is like,
0: la- yeah, which is lame because he does have some pretty good memes. That would have been perfect. For like, this why didn't he do the JR moment? So I <laughs> so I saw that meme of him with Bugs Bunny and I didn't get it. I was just like, wait, what the hell? Like, and then I watched the movie and I was pissed.
2: Like, yeah, yeah, I feel like him, you know, giving that moment to one of his, you know, Looney Tunes teammates would have been amazing.
1: I mean, I did like the, um, I think like Don Cheadle had a couple kind of stabs at him about like, he, he makes some comment to the son where he's like, your dad left kind of like he left Cleveland and then Miami and then Cleveland again.
0: Oh, yeah, that one was good.
1: <laughs> like they there's a couple little like jokes they threw at things with LeBron that I thought was funny that I was like, wow, I'm kind of surprised he let that fly in there, but good for him.
2: Uh, do you agree with the announcers? Should they have gotten Mike Breen instead?
1: <laughs> oh, that, I don't. Yeah, that would have been Ernie's a pretty good get though. He
2: is, but like bang. Yeah. yeah Although
1: Disney wouldn't have allowed that. I was going to say, yeah, there, that was uh freaking scumbags.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Disney, how was, uh, your dirty 30 birthday at disney chris Henning. uh you know life is back to
2: normal down in florida it's uh completely packed down there it was nice you know hasn't it, was- it uh, haven't they been living like it's been
0: normal the last like, for, like six months <laughs> yeah
2: and now they have uh one in five covid cases are from the state of florida now so you know <laughs> Jeez. it's great um it's, uh, but no, it's it nice. It's always nice to get down there. I don't know if you saw, but if anyone's listening, go look up. There's an attraction down at the Magic Kingdom called the Hall of Presidents. And today, Disney released pictures of what Joe Biden's going to look like in that attraction. And um, yeah, some of the Twitter comments are pretty amazing. Some are pretty on par with, you know, today's political climate and people just being idiots, but uh, some are very hilarious. I, I recommend you go look at Joe Biden's. Uh, Is it like a cartooned version of him? No, it's an animatronic, it's a robot oh god oh. and uh people keep saying that it looks like old steve rogers um <laughs> the deep state Dude, i see it i do see it and he then like it's god. cool they they got his like sunglasses right there next to him too i'll probably put the shades why is there a
0: rap battle <laughs> oh i forgot about that that part was what's funny? going on here
1: the rap battle was funny too LeBron was doing the uh, the picture taking thing that he does that he used to do with his Cavs teammates. And then,
2: wow! So LeBron's got to betray Anthony Davis to win this game.
1: He's got to beat his. He's got to beat his son at his own game. Gotta betray well, his son. Anthony Davis world.
2: won't be on the team much longer. So after this movie, like this is obviously LeBron's biggest movie that he's done so far. What, what, he, this isn't his last by any means.
0: What, what, I hope what it do is. Next project. <laughs> It's got to be his last man. He's going to be in more movies.
1: I mean, it's he's going to have a 12-part documentary coming out at some point.
0: Yeah, but that's just real life. That's not actually him
1: acting. <laughs> well, he'll have to talk in it. It'll that'll that'll take some time up for
2: it. I don't like the athlete documentaries that are rushed. Like I saw it last this week like Naomi Osaka has a documentary coming out and I'm like, no no, the documentaries work better if it's like it was a while ago. Like everything feels like it's so rushed. Like, oh, it happened 6 weeks ago and we already have the documentary.
1: Yeah. I think it's mostly because, like, they just the athletes want to, like, you have to be like a huge name like Jordan was to be able to capitalize on it like 20 years later. I mean, people like Naomi Osaka and whatnot probably want to make the money while they can in the moment before they kind of fade away. Sorry, Naomi. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining this week. Uh, we hope you are, all have been able to enjoy the NBA Finals, Space Jam 2. Uh, And maybe the Olympics if they don't get canceled soon. Guys, any, uh, any outgoing words for the listeners here?
0: Just want to say thanks for coming on, Kraseni, and happy birthday, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. And
2: I don't know, I probably won't be on next week, but uh, if I can uh, impart some hope for the listeners here, the next time that you hear an episode after this one, It'll officially be the start of the NFL season because training camps open at the end of this week. Football. Oh, we're football.
0: Likes so saying football, but he really means bets. Football gambling. <laughs> here we go. He's gonna be chasing the
1: Hawaii Warriors. I've been saving up all summer. Later, was, everyone.
0: Later. Damn, he got real horned up.